This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. Peggy writes, I know that speaking in tongues is real, she says. I do believe that signs and wonders are available today through Jesus Christ. He has not changed, and his word has not changed. I've been part of the Pentecostal Church for 50 years. I have never believed that a person cannot be saved without this gift, because it is a gift. I needed this gift, she says. The email that I'm sharing with you, I'm going to read it in a second, is from a Pentecostal preacher, where the title of the email was, A Miracle of Prayer in Africa. This is the continent you're on right now. The writer writes, I climbed the steps to the platform constructed on the roof of a concession stand overlooking multiple soccer fields. As I looked out over the sea of Nigerian faces, I could not see the edge of the crowd in any direction. I cued our praise band, and as it and the choir struck their first note, a tremendous wind suddenly hit the stage. Lightning flashed around us, and above our heads, torrents of rain came at us from all four directions at once. A large partition behind the choir risers came crashing down in the wind and injured several people. I turned and saw the havoc that was happening in the choir and the fear that was sweeping over the platform as the wind, rain, and lightning continued under a clear, starry night sky. Our entire team did the most important thing we could ever do. We prayed. There was no doubt that we were engaging in a spiritual struggle with the powers of darkness. As the storm raged, I asked Michael, an American missionary our church supported, to step up to one of the working microphones and rebuke the storm. And he said this, In the name of Christ Jesus, Michael cried out, Wind and rain, stop! The moment Michael shouted those words, the wind, rain, and lightning stopped as suddenly as they had begun. So the question for you, David, is, What do you do with all the claims and experiences of this emailer, of this event in Africa? People have, you know, claim these experiences. They're very real to them, that a man can command the wind and rain to stop in the name of Jesus, and it stops. They would say, well, this is evidence that these sign gifts are still in operation today and that men and women have them and are able to use them. Well, one of the first things we want to say is that we really are not the judge of another man's experience. I wasn't there. I haven't seen what someone else has seen. I just wasn't a partaker of that. And so it would be a kind of arrogance on my part to tell someone else what they did or didn't see or did or didn't experience. Uh, That's not really my place, and it's not what we need to go around doing, trying to tell everyone whether or not their experience was true or false. But I do think that there is a place to uh, say to people, your experience is not the authority for truth, that you have to find a a right hierarchy of knowledge. Uh, At the very top of that ladder should be authority, God's word, that that gives us the, the grounding norm for understanding. It gives us our final authority. There's other sources of knowledge, too. There's reason, there's tradition, uh, there's intuition, and experience is one of those sources. The problem tends to be that we find people elevating experience to the top of the ladder. And once they have experience or memory of something lodged in their mind, 
they then build out a theology from that. The problem with that is that then the word of God becomes subordinate to whatever it was you experienced. And what we want to say to that is that's always a dangerous inversion of what's going on. You, you need to start with scripture. Don't begin with your experience and go looking for it in the Bible, but have a robust theology of worship, of the Christian life, of spirituality, of sanctification, and then see that fleshed out in life. Sometimes you might actually find that some experiences begin to kind of drop off, uh, shrivel up and die. And you look back on them and you don't quite understand exactly what they were. You're not always required to. You just need to make sure your experience now really lines up with the word of God. So I think when it comes to these things, I'm not out there to be a denier. You know, none of us want to be anti-supernaturalists or rationalists. But I also want to insist that the experience lines up with Scripture. And so once again, when I don't see a New Testament precedent for expecting miraculous events to be the norm, to be regular, to be just part and parcel of Christian living. When I don't find that trend in Scripture, I don't expect it. And I'm therefore justifiably surprised and sometimes skeptical when some people speak and act as if this is their bread and butter, as if this happens to them every day, Mm. as if it's absolutely as normal to them as the sun rising. That also makes me always wonder a little bit about why these experiences seem to always center around those who are already expecting them. And those of us who are not, don't, don't experience them. I know what the reply will be, which is that I supposedly don't have faith and because I don't expect it, I don't receive it. But my counter reply is, I'd love to see those things if they're available, uh, and I don't see that I'm doing anything to block them. But it does always seem to me to be curious that you find these miraculous outpourings always in the same groups and the same circumstances. They don't seem to invade cessationist churches. Uh, which I find curious. I think that um, if cessationist churches are teachable, and I hope we are, that the Lord would see fit to overrule some of our stubbornness and just invade with a fresh wind of miraculous power, and then we'd be sufficiently corrected and go and do the right thing. Uh, So those are the reasons why I would just want to gently push back on the person with their experience Say, I I don't know what you went through, but I do want to encourage you to put scripture at the top of your hierarchy of knowledge. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.